Happy holidays. Satan's coming. If you want more cash for Christmas, sing it. Just put it in your gas. heart. Get your ass on the connector. You'll get to Vancouver ass. Oh, I love that song so much, Jenny. Thank you so much. Uh, um, yeah, it's becoming a trend whenever there is a cringy song to sing for an ad on the radio station. They're like, oh, let's get Jenny. Let's ruin her life a little bit. Hey, you, you got a real uncomfortable grocery store ad that you have to pretend to be doing an interview <laughs> um, with someone who doesn't want to be on the radio? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know the perfect person. It's Jenny. We should get her on it. You get money for that, though, right? Yeah. Well, that's great. Jen, it's truly the best, and you dive at the volume knob to kill the audio of those commercials when they come on, but mm-hmm. guess what? I crank them so loud in my headphones that the whole studio can hear, and then I sing along because I love it. Yeah. I love it so much, and I love your cringe. Thank you so much. That's so nice. I'm glad I have a fan. Um, you know, I had a My Little Pony when I was a kid. Okay. This, okay? So I was an original brony by the sounds of it. Oh, yeah. You uh, were. I had one. My sister had like a hundred of My Little Ponies. I looked at them and I'm like, that looks pretty fun to me. And you know what I really love? Did you have any of My Little Ponies? No. The original ones, they're like hooves, had a concavity that just felt so nice on your finger. What? I remember that. Yes. Was it like a suede, like a micro suede or something? No, no, no. What just is- like a little, like a, con- you know what a concavity is? Like a concave L- structure? Yes, exactly. Like just a little bit of a, like a, like a divot. Okay. Like a smoothness. Um, I this, can feel it on my fingers right this is now. Very sexual. It's about a pony's foot. How but, dare okay, you even say with that? With bronies, mm-hmm. because it kind of crosses the line, doesn't it? Sometimes it's like, oh, like my little pony's great, and they like the show, they like the characters, uh-huh. and then doesn't it kind of cross the line to like having a weird, obs- not weird, it's not weird, it's just an obsession kind of thing and a kink. What a kink? Does it turn into a kink? Oh, like, kink, like a sexy thing. Oh, they want to fuck the pony. Do they want to fuck the pony? Is what I'm asking. I don't. No, I, I'm not familiar with modern bronyism, and so I don't know if fucking the ponies is part of it. That's I would say not, though, because that's bestiality, even with their cartoon ponies. Yeah. Right? But maybe, maybe, maybe they want to be ponies as well, and then obviously then it's just procreation. What is it about the ponies? Is it just like the characters that you just kind of like feel relatable to the characters? <laughs> I don't know in modern days. I Truly, I don't know. I just I don't feel know. like some of the voice actors and actresses uh-huh. who are on My Little Pony, because a lot of them are based in Vancouver. Uh, do you know any of them? I do. Yeah, well. Yeah, one I graduated from radio school with. Oh, holy hell. Um, I can't, something Dash, something. Sparkle does, Dash cream some, or something? One of the Dashes. Right, right. Um, she does um, that, but. Titty Sparkle Tits? <laughs> yeah, Titty Dash, bitch. <laughs> yeah, right. Pony ass Sparkle Dash. Pony ass bitch. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, she voices for them. And, like, the fans uh-huh. attach to, like, you know, when they go to, like, different conventions oh. and stuff like that. Yeah. It gets really intense for the people who voice. Does she have a boyfriend? Oh, are you asking? Because <laughs> you're a brony? Wow. I'm not sure. I haven't got a caught up with her in a while, but. Right. I just wonder, like, could she ever be with a brony? Because you know at some point they'd be like, can you please do the pony voice? Can you put sex? on this mane like wig for me and this tail it would blow their minds damn right
<laughs> Anyways, um, so I had My Little Pony, and do you know what? I heard now, though, from a friend of mine, because I always uh, kind of, you know, like as soon as I heard of bronies or whatever, like, I don't watch ponies now, obviously, but, sure. well, not, maybe that's not obvious, I'll just say it, I just, I don't, <laughs> it's not part of my fandom, but, um, but I saw, I was all identify as a brony, self-identified, but apparently bronies are racists and incels now. Why? I don't know. I'm, like, not surprised. The incel thing? We can see that. Spending a lot of time by yourself, mm-hmm. watching My Little Pony, and mm-hmm. then blaming the female gender. Right. That's what incels are, right? That it's makes like- me sad, though. Because you know what? Like, what happened? Because we were talking about this yesterday about how you don't understand, like, any of my fandoms. Like, you don't get why no. I know so much about Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or Ghostbusters or any of the nerd shit. I, that I understand like. it. I just, there's just, I've noticed that there's this part of me that doesn't have that in my brain mm-hmm. where I, like, want to be a huge fan of something. Yeah. What like, about World War II? Do you know a lot about that? No. Oh, fuck. I don't know I what to tell you. That. I love school. World War II. Yeah. yeah, big fan, big fan. Big fan. <laughs> no. yeah. yeah, there's not a lot that I'm, like, a super big fan of. Right. I just kind of keep to myself and have my own, like, little weird thoughts, you know? It's sad. I wish I had, you know, this attachment to some sort of, like, community or, like, pop culture thing. A little bit, because you guys all hang out all the time. You guys have a podcast together. You do Christmas exchanges. Like, you guys have a nice little community that you've built. And then there's me that's like, what's a Star Wars? Right. And you know, but you have that with other things. Like what? I don't know. Right? Me neither. You go out for brunch. Once in a while, uh, have <laughs> friends. It means, like, I do. Have I do have a, a you know a nice little social circle, so that's nice. So all that shit that's just taking up space in our brains, though, like that's just free real estate for you, kid. Hey, it's free real estate, <laughs> right? You could just like you could decide at any point in your life to put that towards I don't know, starting a business or making right. money or being a real estate or I don't know something that actually is like raising children. There's another thing too, right? I don't have any kids to yeah. deal with all the time, taking up my time and brain power. So. So I can tell you who put the toilets in on the Death Star. Well, it doesn't make me have a richer life. You know, my scarcely attended funeral to be a couple of dorks standing around being like, boy, that guy knew all the words to the Star Wars the song or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, who gives a shit? It doesn't make you a richer human being, I don't think, okay. in the well, long run. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. I like it. It's yeah, it's, it's super fun. fun to like spend your time that way. I do have hobbies, I guess. I do physical activity. <laughs> Boring. Yeah, that's something. Ugh. Um, okay, so it's just sad that like any of those fandoms have to get lumped into involuntarily celibacy because I get for a long time that was the stupid stereotype, right? Yeah. Oh, you know, you watch Star Wars, get, guess you'll never have sex. Well, guess what? People who like Star Wars also love to get down on fuck. Yeah, okay? I know that about them. Do you know there's a reason why we call him Sex Meister Bud? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen to the Geek Out podcast if you want to get that reference. Yeah, thanks. Um, all right. Well, listen, um, this is our holiday special, so happy holidays. Oh, happy holidays. What are you doing for holidays? Mm-hmm. Mm. Are you going to have family? Are you going to have a family? Are you yeah. going to make one of those? Do you have some time off? That's nice. That's nice. Are you going to go on a trip? Mm, traveling at the holidays? Are you oh sure? Oh, yeah. We definitely touch on that this mm-hmm. podcast that's right there's lots so have a really really great one and um don't do a ham for christmas no one wants Why? your fucking ham oh my god fuck turkey pardon me yeah turkey's overrated it's not that great i like ham it's salty you know what i love and what we're doing i think it's like a prime rib or something oh that's nice yeah this is how it goes at christmas there's a turkey dinner there's ham sucks <laughs> every other meat dish is called roast beast 
Okay, I'm having a roast beast. Oh, delicious. Thank you. How nice for you. Please enjoy our podcast. Please tell your friends. We'll be back at her again in 2020. Hey, Roaring Twenties, kid. Meh. It's going to be our year. Is it? I don't know. You said it. We're back together again, and we have a very exciting show planned for you with many fascinating topics and lots of opportunities for discussion. Okay, boomer. It's so nice to see so you. Oh my god! Happy to be back. Are you? I'm so happy to be back. I was in Vegas. First time, right? First time going to Vegas. You know what? I didn't really have a desire to go to Vegas to no. begin with. Okay, no. I just knew that I wouldn't fit into whatever they had going on over there. Yeah. All those lights and spending money. That spending money like gives me extreme anxiety. So, yeah. uh, but my sisters had a had a trip kind of planned out. So I was like, you know what? I want to spend time with my sisters and her fiance. Let's go to Vegas. I'm only bringing $200. Let's see how this works out. So I can't imagine you did a ton of gambling. I did a bit of gambling, but oh. I was very smart with it. If I was ever up, I would just cash out. Yeah, you know? that is smart. Um, my sister the first night won a bunch of money. So that wow. was good. That was helpful. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't recommend Vegas if you're... If you're on a dime, you know? You know, if you have, like, a, a small budget. Right. I found it was very hard to find things that were cheap or free to do. Yeah, Vegas is, like, scientifically designed to just, like, vacuum money out of your wallet yes. for certainly. But, um, okay, but I'm curious about this. Like, when I go, I, you know, there's fun for me to be had there for sure, but... I imagine, like, as a girl, isn't there a whole apparatus built up of all, like, come on in, yep, you can dance for free here, and then there's, like, a ton of, I just imagine, like, sleazy Wall Street <sighs> business dudes wanting to buy you drinks. Isn't I, that all everywhere? I mean, you're kind of right about that. Everyone who was offering us, you know, entry into clubs and stuff, they're like, oh, hey, girls, you get in for free, and right. then they would turn to uh, my sister's fiance and be like, hey, man, you gotta pay 40 bucks. <laughs> Oh, wow. that's not fair, but okay. Um, so we didn't do much clubbing or anything like that. Okay. My favorite spots, though, mm -hmm. were off the strip. Yeah. Um, there's this place called the Arts District, which is like hipster central. Of course, I'm, really? I'm yeah. going to be happy there. It's like craft breweries, nice cheap drinks, delicious beer, great vintage shops, thrift shops, and no one was there. Wow. It was great. Yeah. I didn't even know that it existed. That's great that that's there for you. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, yeah, just starting to grow there, and yeah. there's kind of this like little population. Um, and uh, old Vegas was pretty cool, too. You enjoyed that, hey? Mm -hmm. I know. I love that you didn't eat meals there because you were stuck on the strip where yeah. meals are, like, so expensive. I wish I would have told you, like, dude, there's a White Castle. You can just know. go and eat I food know. at, like, regular restaurants. <laughs> I just went to Walgreens and was surviving on chips all week, so. Really? That's where I'm at right now. Bless Walgreens. <laughs> Happy to be home and eating vegetables. <laughs> Well, happy International Men's Day. Oh, you. thanks. Did you bring me a cupcake? Uh, I forgot the cupcake. Oh. Um, but hmm. you definitely deserve a cupcake mm -hmm. for being a man today. Okay. Well, I took an extra long lunch, so I'll take it. Oh, yeah. You went to Denny's, right? Yeah. That's how you celebrated? That's right. No, but in all seriousness, 
International Men's Day is important. I feel like there is a lot of pressures that are put on men to be a certain way, to be masculine, whatever that means, uh, to be powerful, to be aggressive, to be competitive. And that's a lot of pressure to put on men. And because of that, you know, there are the the statistics around like men's suicide, for example, Mm. 76% of suicides are men, which is an astounding number. Um, 85% of homeless are men. Wow. Uh, 31% of men feel too embarrassed to seek for help uh, when it comes to mental health. And those are numbers that are, are very concerning. So, you know, that's why this day exists. Yeah, and that's what I really like to see about this day. It's not like a celebration of all things manly. It's no. not that at all. It's really about, as you were saying there, like, you know... Traditional and in a way a toxic masculinity means ignoring those parts of yourself and not taking good care of yourself. Yeah. And that's what more this day is about. And that's nice. Mm -hmm. And I also want to declare that I want the phrase man up to just disappear. Yeah. Yeah. That one has a lot of pressure. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. And I like for a while there, I was like, well, that means, you know, like... The race of men. That's how we say it in Lord of the Rings. Oh. <laughs> um, so, so in a way, it's just like, you know, be a, a man, meaning men or women, just a human being. Right. right. Stop acting like a raccoon going through that garbage and eating it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. But I still think it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> the uh, parades that were happening. Yeah. There was one in Esquimalt, and this year, uh, Santa Claus, instead of riding in a sleigh, he rode in a Songhees canoe with Lekwungen dancers, which is pretty cool. So I like nice. that. What an upgrade. Yeah, because, you know, it's like it's oftentimes the Santa Claus rides in, like, the traditional vehicle of the time. So, like, mm-hmm. have you ever seen, like, in Hawaii, the Santa Claus surfs in? Have you seen that? No. And in Alberta, it's like uh, it's like a F-150 with truck nuts. What? Well, that one's a joke. Oh, but. dang. I wish that was true. <laughs> I mean, so maybe there's maybe an Alberta Santa Claus parade. Yeah, where you so I think like truck. it makes sense. Santa on a Songhees canoe or like a bike. I feel like would be good for for Victoria? Santa Claus. Yeah, maybe like a tandem bike with his favorite elf. Oh my god, I love that would that. be cute. Yeah, I love that. Okay, Jen, I talked about this last week, actually, and I wanted to ask you because you just actually voiced an ad for this for yeah. like our sister stations up in Kelowna. There is a bong dramat opening up, and it's exactly what it sounds like. You take in your bongs, and they'll just clean them for you. Now, I didn't understand this. I talked about last week, and I was like, crazy pot smokers. I don't get it, but Mm -hmm. bongs get gross. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, now that it's legal, people are, you know, buying weed paraphernalia, and uh, bongs get real nasty. They get smelly. They get grimy. Bong water is gross. And uh, if you don't have the proper tools in order to clean that, um, it could just get gross, and then you're breathing it into your lungs. You want those pieces to be cleaned regularly. And, I mean, if someone were to offer me to Mm -hmm. clean that sort of thing, I would 100% ask them to do it for some money because I don't want to do that. It's not a fun job. Um, So this guy started up a company where if you pay him 20 bucks, he'll just clean all of your bongs. Yeah. That's so reasonable. And it comes out sparkling, beautiful. Um, So this is maybe a business that we're going to see popping up a little bit more. Um, But the ad that I did this morning was like bong wash. 
Take it to the bong wash, yeah. <laughs> it was a song. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, great um, advertisements. I, because I get it. Because I, you know, you like you hear jokes and whatever, like bad bong water, or like oh, dude, this is grody. You drank bong water. Everyone's got a story about a friend who accidentally drank yeah, bong water. And yeah. So I kind of get that, but but okay. So with me with my pipe, like it's a nice part of the process. It's meditative. You take it apart and you like clean it. You get pipe cleaners and you. It's just part of it. You like to do that? Yeah. Well, that's good to know. I'm glad you're my friend. With bongs not like that? No. No, because they could... Have you ever seen like a, a two-foot bong? Some people... <laughs> the bongs can get really big, and if you don't have the proper tools, you know, that could get really grimy. You really? Oh, yeah, man. Okay. Okay. So, all the best to your new company called Bong Mat. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah. Great. <laughs> But we can get it all for you in a sitch There is a place you get your bong cleaned Or maybe a pipe, a bowl, or dab rig At the bong wash, yeah Come on At the bong wash, yeah Sing it with me Bong wash, Have you ever gotten into birding? Do you care about birds? Yeah, you like I love birds? birds. Yeah. The other night I went for a walk. Saw an owl. Oh, was it downtown? Uh, near downtown. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fernwood area, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I've and, seen a uh, few owls downtown oh, on the light post. How majestic oh, is that? Oh, my God. Gorgeous. Right? So I feel like I truly have been, one, blessed, mm-hmm. and then two, I'm like, you know, if this guy wanted to come and like take a huge chunk out of my scalp, he could do it. So what a I'm story. That's going to mosey along here. Nice to see you and thank you and goodbye now. Well, yeah, Victoria in general is like a great place for birding, I've heard. I don't really know anything about birding. Birding! 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 Birding. I don't know much about birds, but uh, every year there is a Christmas bird count. Did you know that? What? Yeah. So um, every year there's volunteers that spend as much time as possible on one day in one specific area and count as many species of, of birds as possible. And they do this all across North America. And then they collect the data. And, of course, that data is just important to, like, know what kind of species are around when and where, right? Um, So last year they had 285 people involved. And currently we hold the record for the most species recorded in a single day. Victoria does? Victoria. Wow. Yeah. That's um, fantastic. So it happens in Machosen as well, uh, in the West Shore, too. Uh, So if you are a birder, this could be a fun thing to be a part of. But I do have to say, I don't understand birding. Like, can't you just forge it? Like, you don't have to necessarily prove that you saw the bird and take photos of it. Can't you just, like, write down that you saw birds and just they'll take your word for it? Is there an honorary system? You just kind of trust each other that you saw that silver-bellied cockadoodle yeah because i think if, if you're like if you're doing that and you're like oh i saw a flaming titty bird uh you know it's like I'll write that down if they're like if you're forging it and they're gonna know and they're gonna send some people probably to be like all right because i wonder if there's Let's you know <laughs> prove it to me buddy yeah i wonder if because there's over like ten thousand different species of birds in the world wow. do you think that someone has seen all of them And if that person is a liar. (laughs) 
I don't know the first answer to the question, okay. but yes, I do think they are a liar. Yes, <laughs> okay. that, for sure. Um, if you are interested that in uh, this birding day, the Christmas bird count, it takes place in Victoria on December 14th, so coming up pretty quick. Um, then Sydney on the 15th, and then in Souk on the 28th. And How you can go to... Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> ...christmasbirdcount.ca. What I what really birds do we have? We got spooky old nighttime owls that give me a spook. We got uh, those little chip chippers that uh, want to eat my bread at Uptown. Okay, we got... Uh, Pigeons, which are just rats with wings. Rats with rings. Seagulls who want to squawk me all night and poop <laughs> all over everything. What else do we even have here? Nothing. Eagles at salmon time. End of list. That's what people are going out? Yeah. Birding man over here. <laughs> Someone uh, called in uh, to chirp us. Oh, did you say chirp because we were talking about birds? A little bit. Um, and uh, listen to this. Uh, As radio hosts, you two are good and generally listenable. And I just think that we need to put that like on our website. Oh, yeah. Generally gen- listenable. Generally listenable. No, but he did make That's a good point. Price. We were talking about birds, and Victoria has an incredible burb population. And it's not just burb. S- burb. <laughs> That's what they're called. Burb population. And it's not just seagulls. There are many types of seagulls. There are different species of seagulls. Yeah, we know. We have. We are so lucky to be living with and coexisting with an incredible amount of birds. I don't mean to knock birding in general. My sister is a birder. I also constantly have this little birding package in my in my backpack because uh, you can learn about birds as you walk around Victoria. A friend of mine is mm-hmm. a birder and an artist and they created all these little bird uh, little characters. So it's when you're zine. walking around... Right? Is that what that's called? Yeah. yeah. So they have like a beginner's guide to birding in Victoria. So you can kind of spot the, the more common birds like the great blue heron and uh, there's the bald eagle oh, in yeah, here. The Anna's hummingbird. The European starling, of course, is in Victoria oh. too. And so, yeah, there is a lot to learn about birds, okay? I'm actually going to my Royals uh, staff party tonight. You know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. Where are you going? Can I come? Yeah. Cool. We're playing like White Elephant, you know, where you like... um do a gift mm-hmm. exchange and I obviously haven't bought anything yet so you're just gonna go to like the corner store yeah that's my usually my plan I go to the Rexall and buy like a big family sized box of cereal or something and then I don't wrap it and then people are like what's in the cereal box and then they open it and it's like <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch dude duh what do you think you're welcome yeah that's my maneuver that's a great gift I would love a box of that right mm-hmm. or like a bucket of taquitos from Seven Eleven. that's a great gift too should I? Well, we're going for dinner, so by the time you get into the taquitos, they'd be cold, and tell you what, not as good. Okay. And you don't have one of those rolling things at your house to recook them on, do I you? do. <laughs> that was the first thing I bought in my kitchen. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was for something else when I saw that. Nope. Well, I was reading that people are going up to Mount Doug and cutting off branches and cutting down trees for their own Christmas decorations. And people are upset about that. You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, this is no good. So we've decided to start off a task force to keep an eye on things. Hey, man, what are you doing with that saw? Yeah, you're not going to use that for Christmas decorations, are you? Uh, no, no, no. I was just going to whittle it into a fish bonker. Just a fish bonker. Oh, and... And, and, and drumsticks. Okay, but just a fish bonker and drumsticks? Oh, and also a rustic wooden spoon. Okay, but just a fish bonker and drumsticks and a rustic spoon? All right, then. You have a good day, sir. We're doing the right thing by being here. <laughs>
Oh, Paul, I'm so happy for you that there's a new Ghostbusters coming out. Well. Is that what it is? Yeah. New trailer came out for Ghostbusters Afterlife today. So who's the cast this time around? Um, it's like some children, and it's the kid from Stranger Things, and Paul Rudd. Are they doing like a nostalgia sort of based thing? It's kind of like just a soft reboot. It's like a new generation of Ghostbusters are busting up some ghosts. Oh. Busting makes me feel good. And so, I don't know. Yeah, it looks okay, but like if you watch this trailer, you know what bugs me about it, Jen? Is it like, hey... Goober, where's the jokes? Mm. Ghostbusters is like an all-time comedy classic. You're trying to make a direct sequel to that? Where's the jokes at? Are they making a spooky one? Is it it like it sort of vibes? It's not quite it vibes, but it's like very serious and very spooky (laughs) and scary. It's like, where's the lighthearted fun? Where's the... Come on. You were saying, though, there was a little piece of Canada in it. Well, there's a big piece of Canada, actually, and it's called Alberta. And (laughs) so it's actually quite beautiful. Like, all the badlands and the prairies and everything, all of that was filmed in Alberta. And so that's neat, I guess. But uh, also, in the trailer, Mm. there is an unmistakable plate of Timbits. Beautiful. And it's not just like, oh, these could be donut holes. or these could could be. No, as a Canadian, you know what a pile of Timbits looks like, and that is Timbits. Go look at the screenshot on The Zone's Facebook page right now. Nice. Good advertising in there. Oh, do you think it was that? Maybe. Maybe it was product placement. Got you thinking about Timbits, didn't it? (laughs) Well, I'm happy for you that you get another Ghostbusters. Hopefully it's um, exactly what you want it to be. Good. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, Paul, you just (laughs) waltz on in here, start of the show with a cool little toy. Well, Jenny, tis the season now. And a couple of weeks ago, I went to uh, Big Well Burger and guess what special milkshake they had? Eggnog milkshake. Ooh, was it good? Well, you know what? I don't really know because I got it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the crappy paper straw that sucks. Oh. I couldn't barely drink it. And then it's like, okay, I guess I get a spoon now. Garbage, garbage, garbage. I drink a milkshake like a, like a baby Yoda, like side of the cup. That's not no way to drink a milkshake. Garb, because guess what? I'm not allowed to have plastic straws no more, right? Okay. Last night go to my uh, staff Christmas party, have a little white elephant gift exchange, right? And I get this piece of crap. This is, uh, if you can't see it, is a uh, M&M's light and sound Christmas tree. It is a (laughs) cheap plastic piece of garbage that if you open, it makes, so obviously you press the giant button, it... Oh, how fast It's really creepy sounding. Yes. Like, that's a low key for that song. Oh, the M&M is sneaking around, and it lights up, and it plays a little song, and then if you open the bottom of it, there's like a tiny little package of M&Ms oh, in the bottom. Oh, not even like the mini cool ones. Okay, yeah. and then what am I supposed to do with this plastic piece of garbage? As soon as I looked at it, I was like, this is going to kill a turtle. Oh, no. This is going straight to the bottom of the ocean. It's going to kill a turtle on its way down, and then when it lands at the bottom, it's going to kill the coral reef, which is a major impact on our global <laughs> environment. That's what I saw when I looked at this. Wow, that's a lot, that's a lot of dark Can thoughts. Can we please get the straws back if we ban this uh, crap? This is, and Christmas is the worst time of the year for this, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've decided, no, straws. That's what kills turtles. This kills turtles. <laughs> this cheap plastic garbage that serves no purpose. 
That doesn't bring you any joy at all? Zero joy. In fact, as you can hear, it's it's caused me negative amounts of joy. Yeah, it's pretty scary. What am I supposed to do with this? Keep it forever? I'll have it. I like to sing into it. It looks like a microphone. It lights up the bottom of your face. You look like a ghoul. Yeah, that's what I want at Christmas time. Oh, stop. I keep pressing it by accident. Also, um, I got at the White Elephant gift exchange last night. This from the same person because mm-hmm. I don't want to talk too much trash about this like sweet woman who gave me this stupid piece of plastic crap. <laughs> but also, she gave me like what she bought it clearly like it was like a Christmas craft fair, a little like angel ornament made out of pipe cleaners. And guess what? <laughs> I like that better. Honestly, truly, I'll pipe have that forever. Are useful? You can pipe- actually clean pipes with those. I'm not gonna take apart the Christmas decorations and clean my old tobacco pipe, Jen. Why not? I'm just gonna we hang just- it on my tree every year. Mm-hmm. There, I got that. That's like Recycle. nothing, and I, I'm gonna use it for the rest of my life on my Christmas tree. This is going to choke a turtle to death. That's right. Okay. I- this is the sound of I'm coming to kill a turtle. <laughs> it is very Halloweeny. Did you see that Vanna White finally got to host Wheel of Fortune? I heard about that. Yeah. So who's the regular host? Oh, Guy Smiley, Pat Pat Sajak. Sajak, I'm done with that guy. So apparently for 37 years, he hasn't had anyone filled in for him before. And now he has like this emergency surgery that he has to go to. And he'll be away for a little while. And she was able to step up and do the actual hosting. And then Minnie Mouse came in and hosted for Vanna White. Oh, well, do you mean like press the press screen? Press the buttons, did the magic, and made the oh. buttons glow. Oh. Is that what's going to be like for the two weeks, Minnie Mouse? Yeah, a, a few weeks here. It's always going to be Minnie Mouse? Could you imagine that? Like 37 years doing Vanna White's job and not once getting an opportunity until now to actually host the show? Wow, it's really a brave new world, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, she said she was... <laughs> She said she was super nervous, but she did a good job. That's great. Obviously, mm. why wouldn't she do a fine job? And, mm. like, yeah, I don't know. Good luck to Pat Sajak in his surgery or whatever, but, like, that guy is lame. <laughs> so I bet Van would just take over. Yeah, and Minnie I'd Mouse on the show? But then, no, yeah. you can't have Minnie Mouse, a person in a costume. You need, like, a new guy- person. Maybe, like, just flip it up and, you know, like, Price is Right has yeah. hot, hunky dudes. Let's get a dude out there with his shirt off just pressing the buttons. Pat can do it. <laughs> no, just put him out to pasture. He's fine. He's That's retirement time now. But Good for Vanna White. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Uh, the province newspaper just the other day uh, shared this. Like, this is the type of article that is, like, deliberately created to get clicks and eyeballs and outrage. Mm. But it's a headline was, The Argument is Over, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey is the greatest holiday song of all time. Oh, and who says? Like, who says? <laughs> number one, there's no such thing. And number two, the only other songs that they compare it to in this article are Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues mm-hmm. and Baby It's Cold Outside, both of which have like had some controversy in the last while. If it were like, what song made the most money for a person, I would say... Mariah Carey's All I Want right. for Christmas is You probably wins. Probably. Um, there's also, if I can play this song here, I think if we're going to try and nail down a song that appeals to like a widest amount of people and that's got a little bit of like sentiment to it and everything like that, I think it's got to be this song. Oh, yeah. Baby Please Come Home by Darlene Love. Oh, it's so classic. Mm-hmm. It's like pulls the heartstrings. It's got the sleigh bells and the jingles and everything. Oh, and then, yeah. right? And then here, just listen to this vocal. It's unreal. How 
do you beat that? No, Mariah Carey can't come close. I'm so sorry. Okay, you know what I've been loving are the mashups of All I Want for Christmas is You um, for those who are like going Christmas caroling against their will. <laughs> okay, go on. Me. <laughs> Radiohead creep, yeah, mashed with Mariah Carey. <laughs> I didn't sing that with your family. <laughs> I mean, that one's kind of a stretch, but the other one that I really like, oh, is this one? You'll recognize this. Oh, it's a big day. An agreement has been reached for the North American free trade deal. And uh, the three countries have signed a new NAFTA deal. Yeah. This is huge. This is pretty huge. So what does this mean for us? Um, well, one thing I want to say off the hop here, our Deputy Prime Minister, Christia Freeland, uh, is on the news. Obviously, she was the one who was down there to sign it with right. the other two jabronis from the States and New Mexico. And they signed it in Mexico City, and you're likely going to see the clip of it on the news and watch. <laughs> She's a smart one, mm-hmm. Freeland. They, they always do that. They sign it on these big pieces of like paper and these big like folder deals, and then they put them up in front of their faces. And she's really, like, small compared to the other two dudes. Yeah. So she really smartly, she, like, because it's just, like, what a dumb photo op. It's like she's hiding behind a big menu at White Spot <laughs> or something. So she actually is the one who gets up, and then they all stand up, and it's like, oh, this is a better photo op. So oh. number one, that's a win for Canada. <laughs> number two, um, oh, you know what? Do you want to hear a little clip? This is Nancy Pelosi down in the States, right, talking about this. Here it is. There is no question, of course, that this trade agreement is much better than NAFTA. But in terms of our work here, it is infinitely better than what was initially proposed by the administration. So I do know that uh, down in the States, it was the Pelosi and the Democrats there were trying to get better like labor mm-hmm. things going on there, especially for workers in Mexico. Yeah. So that's important. And it's also in a very interesting timing that they got this thing done before the impeachment goes through. So now mm. Trump won't be able to be like, whoa, they're not doing anything. All they're trying to do is impeach me. I'll get the trade deal done. Burp, 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 right? Because mm-hmm. that was a big talking point of his. And I think how it's going to affect us is that hopefully we'll get some... No, I don't know too much. Mm-hmm. But hopefully... This opens up some um, some like good channels to some good products, mm-hmm. especially produce and things from these two countries. Like uh, hopefully we'll get more and cheaper avocados and yeah. limes. The things that affect you on like a day-to-day basis. Well, yeah. sure. Yeah, that you'd like to appreciate from those two countries. Mm. Nice. There's been a lot of talk about Harbor Air and them test flying the first electric commercial plane and it going successfully. Yeah, and this plane is so quiet that now people are thinking, what are they going to hear down in the harbor when there's less noise pollution from noisy planes? I wish you get some fork and pork. Let's get some fork and pork. We should get some fork and pork. I'm hankering for some fork and pork. Fork and pork, yeah. Oh, I really want to get some fork and pork. Okay, hey, you guys had fork and pork. Fork and pork. Fork and pork sounds good. I want to hit up that fork and pork. A pork and pork. I want some fork in my pork. Okay, I'm new with my iPhone, and I didn't realize that you could get Siri to, like, 
make a name for you. Like they can call you by your name, I guess. That's right. Or you can like uh, do a nickname. A nickname. And uh, someone on Twitter <laughs> had had an idea to just put a whole bunch of like ha 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 as their name and to see what <laughs> Siri would sound like saying it. Okay. And it has brought me so much joy listening to this. So I just wanted to share it. I Let's know it's it. kind of dumb. Okay, it's not the smartest thing that we could be talking about on the radio, sure. but I was laughing so hard. So, right. so here it is. You would like me to call you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm bringing tears to my eyes, so I wanted to try it to see if that actually sounded like it. So breathy like that. Yeah. Hey, hey, oh, sorry. Hey, Siri, say my name. Your Mac user. But since we're friends, I get to call you. It's not as good. It's not as good, <laughs> but it's pretty good, and it actually suits you more. Oh, thank you so much! I'm gonna legally change it to that I now. Think you good. <laughs> BC Ferries has added 171 extra sailings to accommodate the extra flow of traffic for the holidays. Hachi machi. 128. Specifically for Victoria and Tawasin. So uh, hopefully that'll ease your travel woes. Do you have to take the ferry at all? Um, <laughs> no, I'm flying. Okay, yeah. Um, and I always forget. I always get excited like, oh, I'm going to fly somewhere. I'm going to go somewhere for the holidays. And then I remember, oh, that's the worst nightmare of modern North American life. Yeah. It's flying at Christmas time. Doh. Just like do da da. What a dumb dumb ding dee do dog ding dong I am. Mm. But there could be like fun, you know, Christmas spirit. People are usually in good moods unless you have to like spend the night at the airport. Then things get messy. My schedule is like when I looked at this. I was like, who booked these flights? Someone who hates me? I can't believe I did this to myself. What did you do? I leave at 4.30 in the morning. Oh, who's driving you? Can, do you need a ride? I might. Okay. I'm not, I wouldn't ask you that of you. But, <laughs> and then okay. I get, I, f I fly back into Vancouver in like the middle, or no, 9 a.m. Okay, I fly back to yeah. Vancouver. And then I have a 13-hour layover oh. in the stupid Vancouver airport before I fly back to Victoria at 1.30 in the morning. Have fun. <laughs> it's like, who hates me and booked these flights? Didn't you book them yourself? Of course I did. I'm just stupid. <laughs> Don't hate yourself like that. I know. Uh, great. I'm Quentin. There's a photo going around of how you eat your wings. It's a scale of one to five. One meaning you take just one bite. Five meaning that you clean the bone. And now I, I personally eat like a, like a four. I'm not eating the cartilage, but still with me in the studio, Paul and Jenny. Paul really wanted these applause. Yeah, wow, well, we're guests. Off. No, it's not our oh, show anymore. Right. That's right. Guests. That's right. Welcome this to my like show. A special and, thing. Okay, first of all, why do people only take one bite of a wing? Yeah, this what shouldn't even they? be on the scale. I agree with this that. This thing is flawed. They I saw should this not last be eating week. wings. Flawed, flawed uh, uh, share meme. No one takes a single nibble from a chicken wing and then throws that away. That's ridiculous. I would hope not. I'd be pissed. What if it's really hot though? Okay, but. 
Be that as it may, the with the share meme, what does it go to? Five? It goes to five. Five, five is a clean the most chicken yeah. meat off of it. It's clean. Okay, what do you go? I probably go like five. Like I try and get as much as I can off, and then sometimes I eat the cartilage by accident and I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. I rock a six or a seven. How is that? It means like there's nothing but bone left. I suck the marrow from the bone. I, I crunch yeah. the cartilage. Ooh. Nothing is left. When I drop what's left onto into the bone garden there, you know, like right. when you get a bone bowl going, the graveyard, clink only. No meat left, no cartilage, nothing. I can't do that. I can't eat the cartilage. But doesn't your stomach have, like, lacerations in it now? (laughs) From cartilage? (laughs) From, like, digesting bone? (laughs) No. No. Dogs can do it. Paul can do it. (laughs) Right? What did I tell you before? When you live out in the woods, you get to eat the colon right out of the elk. When did you tell me that? (laughs) I'm always telling you this as a friend. Take my advice. You, as a human body, like, we are at the top apex predator of the food chain. You can eat a chicken's cartilage. Yeah, you can. It's a waste, uh, all right? Especially you think it's a waste? Honey garlic it's and not sauce still in that cartilage, too. All right. Well, that's that's Paul's thoughts. I don't, I'm don't. i not a cartilage guy. I can't do it. It's The texture is just not it for me, especially when it gets a little cold, right? It gets a little harder, a little more. It's not even gummy anymore. It's just like. Mm. Really? Yeah, the texture is weird. Like, I'll eat it by accident, but that's about it. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for our input. Uh, you can pop that applause that on now. Yeah, thanks for coming, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on the evenings. Let's wait in, Jen. (laughs) Let's what? Let's wade into the nightmare. Okay, yeah. Holy smokes. This morning, uh, Dylan and Jason posted on the Zone Facebook that uh, Greta Thunberg had been announced as Time Magazine's Person of the Year. I saw that, and my reaction was... uh, Of course. Yeah, of course. Who else? Who else would you put on there? Yeah, what what if... What a year for this person, the youngest person ever to be granted uh, this title. And uh, who did more? Who got people talking more? Lover or hater? Back and Yeah. World of course. Of course. And apparently, I didn't know this. I saw that on Facebook this morning. Mm-hmm. By the time I got to work and was talking to Webmeister Butt about it, the Facebook post had gone so gross and toxic that uh, even between him and the other person in the web department it, it couldn't be moderated and people were yelling can you please moderate this and it was so toxic and horrible that the whole thing had to get t- taken down that's the first time that's ever happened on our own Facebook page since like 2016 or something yeah that a whole post just had to come down for people something were- positive which is just <laughs> wild um yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about Greta Thunberg and and what she has done. I mean, she is, what, 15, 16 years old? Mm -hmm. And it all started when she decided to skip school and start a strike herself for climate change at a local parliament. And then that grew worldwide, and there were climate strikes across the world, which is incredible for one, you know, teenager to be able to make that much change. And I know it's frustrating in the morning, you know, to see all of this negative reaction, but there is some hope with that. Go on. Because those are the people who need to be listening, and they are listening, and they're feeling threatened by this message that she's bringing. And I know it's frustrating and it feels like there is no hope and, oh my gosh, we still have a lot to do. And yes, we do have a lot to change. But that sort of lashback means that there is some growth to be done and that it is happening. And yeah, there's a lot of growing pains, but hopefully positive will come from that and that people will listen. That's kind of how I'm deciding to look at it. That's beautiful, Jen. Uh, Really? No, that's a really good way to look at it, for sure. Because 
I, I could, you just, it's, it would be so easy to just get bogged down in the negativity. Yeah. That's a great way to look at it. Um, can I just say, if so, w- let's bring it back to a civil conversation of yes. the year that was 2019 and the people and personalities who made an impact. So, listen, if you hate Greta Thunberg or if you love her, if not her, then who? Mm-hmm. So, if you hate her, who should it have been instead? And if you love her, who's your number two pick? I can't even, so I'm so wrapped up in Greta right now, I can't really think, obviously. Mm-hmm. Baby, Baby Yoda. Yoda Baby but. Yoda would have been, yes. But who else? Who, who's your number two or, or number one pick? It's an interesting thing to look back at the year. <laughs> Jamie says, the white cat. Oh, yeah, that's the one that's got a whole bunch of memes made after it who doesn't like salad. Right. Great cat. Does the cat not like salad? Is that what you got from that? I thought the cat was trying to enjoy its salad and then this lady was screaming at it. Oh, that could be it, too. But if you follow the cat on Instagram, uh, which I do, <laughs> the cat doesn't like salad. Oh, I guess that makes <laughs> sense. Cats generally don't like salad. Yeah. But also, I think in the context of the meme, I don't think them two people are together. Like, I don't no. think that woman is actually yelling at the cat. So you well, got to, like, create you. a little mythology wow. in your own <laughs> <for> head. <laughs> Yeah, cats don't like salad. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, so wild. Uh, ben texted in and said the number one is cheese. Cheese is not a person, but dude. Um, oh, you know what? I did like this message from Brad who says there's a guy named uh, Boyan Slate, Slat. He was just 18 years old when he invented a system for catching waste in the ocean cool. uh, back in October of 2019. That's fantastic as well. Look at good. Uh, that's a good idea. That's an, I like where your head's at there, Brad, but as much of an impact as Greta? Mm. I don't think so. Oh. Alright, well, yeah, keep on. But if you can beat cheese, let's, let's yeah, hear it. Cheese as a person. Cheese or the white cat. <laughs> cheese formed in the shape of a person. I don't know. All Where right. would you bite a cheese that was in the form of a person? Where would you bite it first? Uh, the hand. How about you? Right in the face. <laughs> Just rip its head off. Okay. Would you rather a cold North American Christmas or a Mexican beach time Christmas? Now, I don't think these have to be specific, you know, places like Mexico or North America. But I think the question remains is, like, do you want to have, like, the classic wintry white Christmas? Mm-hmm. Or would you prefer to go away and do the beach Christmas? That is a good question. I think there are pros and cons for both, you know? Um, I personally love, like, cozying up in the winter, Mm -hmm. and I love snow, Mm -hmm. and I love the cold. So I do like a nice North American Christmas. What I don't like about North American Christmas is all the stress that comes with it. Luckily, my family is, like, kind of... We've slowly kind of gone away from uh, tradition, and that kind of alleviates a lot of the stress, too, from, yeah, like, yeah. buying gifts. We don't do gifts anymore, which oh, is well, nice. Not at all? No, we wow. just, um, this year we're all bringing our favorite beer, and we're just going to have a little sample and, so and nice. hang out and have a nice dinner together, oh, I love that. which is great. I'm glad we kind of moved past that because, I mean, financial stress and just yeah. the stress of, like, going to malls and stuff like that, I don't want to be a part of that sometimes. Completely. I get it. And I find that this time of year, it's a little, I feel a little antisocial and there's a lot of social events happening, Christmas parties, birthday parties, things like that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the idea of just going away and not worrying about that, maybe with a few close family friends... I'd be into that. Yeah. I'll tell you, I really enjoyed because I did this. I went to Hawaii and had a hot Christmas a few mm-hmm. years ago, and it was wonderful and great, and I loved it so much, and Meli Kalikimaka and all that, like, fantastic. But 
now I'm ready for like a cold Christmas. And I don't mean a Victoria Christmas where it's gray and it rains. Yeah. Like I'm going to northern Ontario for Christmas this year. Oh, lovely. Where it is already just dumping and dumping with snow and it's minus whatever. And my insides of my nostrils are going to freeze as soon as I breathe in the first time off the plane. Like ah. I'm going to a properly white Christmas. And I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to like maybe go for a snowshoe or whatever. Yeah. Because I agree. It, it does feel Christmassy. So I responded to Chris. I said, ideally, back and forth. Mm-hmm. I would do one and one and one and one. And he agrees pretty much the same. But if you, but which one do you go to? If you can only do one for the rest of your life, how do you? what do you do? Oh, good point. Classic Christmas? I think classic. And then yeah. just uh, wait till February to go to Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, So we're getting word that there is a a bunch of cases of salmonella across Canada. 92 have uh, been confirmed, mainly in Quebec, but there have been a few cases in British Columbia. Is this from the lettuce? Well, I've been hearing a lot about, you know, E. coli and lettuce bags and things like that. E. coli, right. Um, But they actually did an investigation and the initial results are coming back that the people who have the confirmed cases of salmonella were in contact with rodents or snakes. Okay either like in person or indirect contact. (laughs) Hang on, what's an indirect contact? I don't know. They know someone who has a a rat or they're in the vicinity of rats. I saw a rat coming down the hall and I nodded my hat (laughs) at it. I'm like, a rat, good day. There's your salmonella. Um, No, but they're saying that uh, because people have pet snakes Mm -hmm. and pet rodents like rats, that uh, they're coming in contact with salmonella and they're warning people to not kiss their pet snakes and rats. People, I guess, were in contact, not washing their hands after touching their pets, or they were getting a little intimate with their pets and giving them a, a smooch on the nose. Sure. So don't do that if you have a pet rat or a snake right now. Okay. It's going around. Um, <clears throat> um, they're finding it in the feeder rats. You know, you get like, like mice to feed oh, snakes. Yeah, 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 that's where it's like kind of getting um, <laughs> uh, spread. So. so are people like kissing the mice like no. goodnight <laughs> and putting it in their snake cage to no. eat? Oh, um, no. I took care of a friend's snake one time and I had to do that. But he gets all the mm. mice. They're like frozen. They're just in the yeah. food. They're already dead or whatever. Um, look it. People, just do whatever you want. If you like rats and snakes and whatever for pets. It's not for me, obviously. But you know what? I couldn't you because you're trying. You've spent all afternoon. You pitched the story idea yeah. to me at two o'clock, and all afternoon you've been screaming at me off the air that you want a rat for a pet and you think they make great pets and all this. Can I just say something? One time I had a rat near me, a pet rat or whatever, and it left like a trail of slime behind it everywhere it went. Okay, That's problematic. It's probably not to do with for pets, rats in general. You think this one particular rat just had very slimy undercarriage? Yeah, maybe it was a slimy rat. But rats are very I think it's characteristic of the breed. <laughs> okay, well, they... Okay, what's so great about rats is that they're trainable like a dog, but they're less care than a dog. You don't have to take it out to go pee all the time. They're Constantly so, wiping up slime. They're so, so smart. Imagine having a rat that is trained to do tricks and things like that. Jenny, you're pretty smart yourself, but you were coming over <laughs> to my house and leaving a slime trail everywhere you went. I wouldn't invite you over so often. 
that octopus that tried to take down an eagle, that video that's going on around right now. So I didn't watch it. I don't want to watch this crazy science fiction craziness where an octopus eats a bird. Does it end up eating it? No, no. Uh, someone intervened, actually, oh. which I would be, I would question, you know, it's like, do you, when you see Mother Nature happening yeah. at its finest, yeah, yeah. do you intervene? Well, the person did and they both got okay, got, got away safely. That's against the prime directive. I just don't know how the octopus was able to get the eagle in the first place. They were on a boat and they just heard this squawking and turn around. An octopus just has its handles on this eagle. Make no mistake, Jenny. If an octopus had the chance, it would eat you and everyone you care about. Absolutely, it would. Is that a Simpsons quote? <laughs> yeah. But Jade's here. Oh my gosh, Jade is here. Hi. Okay, Jade. Oh. Has Hi. a story to tell. Oh, and I when do. we read this on your Twitter the other day, <laughs> Jenny laughed so hard. Oh my god! Th- no, like, I laughed don't want to so so hard. And then, like a two hours later, she remembered it and laughed hard again. Because <laughs> Jenny's such a bad person. No, because it's just an image of. Believe me, Jenny. I... And I'm like crying on the inside, but laughing because <laughs> I, I like could feel the amount of fear going through your mind as this happened. So please, Jade. Jade, please okay. tell the story. So I'm locking up. I live in a condo building. I'm locking up my door. It's only 24 units. I know the building. I know most every, everybody. So it's usually safe. So um, I'm, I'm letting Selkirk, my kid, baby. He's what, um, one year one old. One years old. Yeah. Um, I'm letting him kind of like go mail about the hallway and he goes <laughs> into the elevator that I've pushed the, the arrow for. And I'm like, you know what? Door's going to close. No one's called it. I don't hear anything going on. So I'm locking the door and then I hear, Mama, Mom. <laughs> because it makes me laugh so much when I hear it muffled mom <laughs> and the elevator's going down the door just, had closed it had closed him. I was trying to open it I'm like hitting the furiously hitting this arrow button and I'm like <laughs> no someone's called it and I'm running down like three flights of stairs again not a big building and I go to skip the last three and jump down and I hear this man oh Hello there. <laughs> Where's your? Oh, I think I hear someone coming for you. And I hear, Mama. And just like, <laughs> you guys, it haunts me in a hilarious but terrifying way. Just his echoing of the uh, down through the elevator, oh Mama. <laughs> I felt terrified that what if the one day that he's going down in the lobby that someone's left this door open right so i'm just booking it but otherwise he just kind of mills about the lobby and just kind of look it's a very small building sure, 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 sure. oh my gosh yeah. Jade. terrified but, but now you know after admitting this on the radio am i gonna have child services calling me no, no of course not no. like but really i think you gotta be careful because now we know that your son is want to mosey onto elevators <laughs> yeah. without you and have the door closed behind I don't him. know if he That's wants terrifying. to know. He wasn't scared. He he didn't seem very scared. He was just mama. Oh my gosh. Well, I could like <laughs> mama. <laughs> Jade, you have a hard job being a mom. Yeah. And I salute you for it. Yeah. Oh, and I love your kid so much. He's so funny. It was a good lesson. <laughs> I don't know, but man, yeah, what a laugh. That's I'm glad so everything good. ended the way it did, happily. Good. Mama? Okay. Love you, Jade. Love Jade's you. up next with more mama stories. Thanks for listening this afternoon. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Last night, I was really feeling that the sad, you know? The seasonal affective oh, that. disorder. That. Yeah, yeah, I think I I think I, I actually am affected by that. Um, because 
Yeah, as soon as it gets dark, I kind of get in a dark mood. Stays gray all day. Yeah, exactly. And um, yesterday I decided, you know what, I'm going to go for a drive. I'm going to listen to music really loud. I'm going to go for a drive. And as I was driving, I didn't even like think about looking for Christmas lights, but then that became my mission. And it brought me so much joy hmm. I know it's such a simple thing and yeah I could probably be spending my time differently because hmm. driving around isn't the best for the environment I know that but <laughs> man it brought me so much joy and I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who's putting up their lights this holiday season because you're really doing it for the other people the people who need a little bit of light and a little bit of joy in their life so thank you now it's going on the Times Colonist uh, Christmas lights map that they do every year because I was like, okay, I, I saw a few really good ones, yeah. but I want to spot out the really, really good ones, the ones, the neighborhoods that are completely full of lights. But right. there's not much on there right now. So if you have a, an amazing light display or you're planning one, I would definitely go and fill up this Christmas lights map at the Times Colonist website. Not to be a Grinch, but you know what I think this might be about is I've done it in years previous where I'm like, oh, wow, a lot of lights this year. And then I'll drive to a house and there's like two strings. And I'm like, yeah. what the hell? I drove all the way for this? <laughs> So I think maybe they're, like, vetting them first and oh. only doing the best ones. So if that's the case, I'm here for it, dude. Mm-hmm. Ah, there's so much new Star Wars news. Did you see today, Jen? If you're a Star Wars fan, oh, my God, a new video came out that showed an exclusive clip. And it has a Darth Vader voice in it. Spoiler <laughs> alert. It has a Darth Vader wow, voice. So he says two words. It is incredible. So we know that. He's going to say a thing in the next movie. That's right. That's wild. Yes. Cool. Okay. Uh, so, nope, not done yet. Oh, we're not done. Please don't reach getting ready for, for the next song. The next song? Okay. Uh, also today, I'm happy to report, you know, because since Baby Yoda has come out, there hasn't been any Baby Yoda toys. Mm. And uh, happy to report that now Hasbro, who I'm pretty sure is the toy company who way back in like the 1970s were the first toy company who actually had the Star Wars line. Oh, yeah. They are making Baby Yoda toys. Oh, I bet those are going to sell this Christmas. One of them. Comes with a little bowl of soup. Cute. It's. <sighs> That's great. Um, I also predict that that's going to be a big Halloween costume next year. What is? Uh, Baby Yoda. Also sexy Baby Yoda. You were sexy Shrek this year. Thank you. So you could just reuse the green paint. I know. Go I'm again. set for Halloween. Truly. Oh, man, the big news today is that conservative party leader Andrew Scheer has stepped down for the party. Mm. Um, he was saying that he just isn't going to be able to put 100% into the job. He wants to spend time with family as well. Mm. Um, and it was a very, apparently, difficult decision uh, that he decided to make uh, just a few months after the big election. Right. There's been talk about this for a long time now. A lot of conservative folk were pretty um, chapped, actually, and kind of laid the blame at Andrew's feet for not being able to form government mm. for the conservatives and take it away from Trudeau after the, you know, a few scandals and everything that he had. Mm -hmm. um, well, there also, though, is word today that the real reason this is happening is because some news agency found out that Andrew Scheer had been taking conservative party money mm -hmm. that had been, you know, that's to run the party and donated by people and all that. 
and using it to pay his kids' tuition at their private school. Yeah, and that just came out as well, too. So the timing of everything is definitely raising some questions. Yeah, so that'll be a little fun scandal. Mm -hmm. You know what I hope, though, Jen? Moving forward, obviously, they got to find a new leader and all that. He's going to hang on until they do that. What I would love to see from the conservatives is, you know what really kind of was a bother about Andrew Scheer in this past election was... There was a few social things that he just refused to answer. It was mm. just like, hey, man, how about abortion? How about gay rights? How about these things, right? Mm-hmm. And he just was like, and his track record was not so good on it, and he refused to clarify that. And, of course, he would never march in a pride parade. So I wonder if, like, moving forward, now, look, I'm not likely to ever vote conservative probably in the next little while, but, like, come on. If the next person that they get running can be a little bit more, like, Listen, yes, I'll, I'll march in your parade. I'm here for all Canadians. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A little bit more inclusive. And then we can hash out the, you know, policy stuff mm-hmm. and not have to have that kind of social stigma of these old policies kind of hanging over that party. So mm-hmm. that would be great for the whole country to just move forward on that kind of stuff. <laughs> Uh, so yesterday it was announced that Greta Thunberg is the Times Person of the Year. And I don't know about you, but I was kind of waiting for Donald Trump's response because he has tried to get in Twitter battles with her before and has called her out on Twitter before as well. You were and waiting for it, really? Because I, I was like, there's no way he's going to touch this. He's in the ex- middle of impeachment and everything. There's so many things going on. Really? I didn't think. You know what? You're right. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Because that's what a reasonable person would do. It's just we leave well enough alone. Right. You're right. Um, So he tweeted out today saying, so ridiculous, Greta must work on her anger management problem. Then go to a good old-fashioned movie with a friend. Chill, Greta, chill is his response to her becoming the time person of the year. Okay. Okay. So he that's a very angry message to be sending to a 16-year-old girl who's uh, fighting for something incredibly important in this world. Um, well, at least but, he's no one important. Just at least he's not the president, president of the United, United States. States. Um, but I really love her response, and I just have to like give my just a hats off to her for taking the high road when it comes to online bullying in general. Uh, she changed her Twitter description, her little bio, as... Greta Thunberg, a teenager working on her anger management problem, <laughs> currently chilling and watching a good old-fashioned movie with a friend. This is so good. This is the second time in a row she's done this exact thing, is just take his own dumb words and just put him, use him as armor, right? Yeah. Uh, could have engaged, could have done a little snapback or a clapback on Twitter, could have tweeted back, firestorm, gotten everyone all riled up, do a like war, whatever. This is so much more grown-up. Mm-hmm. There's no way to respond to that. It's such a checkmate. It is. It's beautiful. What news off the Malahat? 18 cars were impounded for excessive speed over the weekend. Now, this is terrible news. People should not be speeding on the Malahat because it's dangerous. And we do have to apologize here at the station uh, because we do kind of feel responsible. Because remember this weekend when we played Sandstorm by Darude? Yeah, it just gets people speeding really excessively. And so we've decided that from now on, Whenever we play Darude Sandstorm, we made this edit to it. Slow down. Think about families. Don't go so fast. You're not cool when you speed. Arrive alive. Break it, buster. Ease off the gas, Gertie. Slow down, Sally. 
what if there really was a sandstorm you wouldn't be able to see and stop in time if a camel went in front of you? Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. Hi, I'm Webmeister Bud. I'm DJ Boitano. I'm Kirsten James. I'm Art Aronson. And I'm Paul Bacino. And the Zone's Geek Out Podcast is where we get together each week and talk about geeky stuff like... Technology, movies, comics, TV, Harry Potter, Star Wars, and how much better Marvel is than DC. So much better. Come on, man. Captain America. Calm down, Art. You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold or at thezone.fm slash geekoutpod. With new episodes each Friday, it's The Zone's Geek Out Podcast. Listen, please. Bye! Bye.